Ditch the clowns on the left. And the jokers on the right. And join Michael Smirconish right here in the middle. This is the Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. Why aren't you talking about Don Lemon? I just thought I would be the first. I, I thought I would beat everybody to the punch. Why aren't you talking about Don Lemon? How, how many minutes will it be until I hear those calls? Uh, well, Tucker, 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 what about so, Don Lemon? If someone didn't tune in right now, then they will absolutely call. And like, I give it like mm, 23 minutes. 23 minutes okay, is, well, what let, I, is what let I'm saying. Let the record reflect that I was the first. Okay. I you. was the first. I, I was the first Bravo. demanding, <laughs> demanding more conversation about Don Lemon. Because <laughs> that's the big headline oh of the day. Oh, my God. That's the big no, headline uh, of the day. Apparently to some, apparently right. to some, I, I took note of the fact that um, I had tweeted yesterday afternoon uh, soliciting reaction to the firing of Tucker Carlson. And among those who responded was one Sean Spicer wanting to know instead, well, what about Don Lemon? What about Don Lemon? I just, I don't, I mean, they are, they, they were, they were cable personalities of stature. Let's be honest. Tucker's the 800 pound or was gorilla. Uh, They both were fired, but there the similarities end. I mean, one had its roots in an attempt to disregard the election return. And that ultimately, yes, there were other factors, but that was his demise. And the other case to me was one of garden variety indiscretions. Uh, you know, whether a woman is past her prime or whatever the hell it was that he even said. I don't even remember what he said. I just want you to know I'm not afraid to have the conversation. But please, please don't think you're going to win me over by telling me that these are s- stories of of similar significance because they're not. The Tucker firing is huge news, huge news on so many different levels and it's just so interesting. I'm in New York City. I'm at the Sirius XM headquarters. I love being here, by the way. I find it invigorating. There's a good vibe in this place. There are a lot of cool things that, that go on here. Yeah? And, of course, I'm, you- I'm in close proximity to, to Howard's, uh, you know, key studio. Um, feeling the aura? A lot of magic has been made there. Yeah, sure. exactly. I, I, I like do. It. But for Howard, I wouldn't be here. It's a very um, but the cool thing is, place. I've known that I would be here for a week or 10 days because I was asked by CNN to just come hold down the fort for a couple of nights at 9 PM, not angling, not looking for anything. I'm, you know, I'm on the payroll and I've been asked to do a job and I relish the opportunity. It's nice exposure. It's cool. And then I want to go home. Okay. Yeah, but so how that's many, where I'm coming how from. How many questions are you getting asked about that? Because I know I am. Well, the fact, the fact that I'm three minutes into the program and I'm already addressing it must tell you something. <laughs> yes. But I'm just telling it to you straight. Is it an audition? It's not an audition. And I (laughs) want to do the best that I can possibly do. And with TC and Dan's assistance and everybody else on on the team, whether it's PJ and and the group at Creative Outfit or Joe, our digital media manager, or Alice and the newsletter, it's, it's, it's a burden for everybody on our growing team when Michael's out of town and pulling double duty. 
right? Well, early early but, morning and late nights are tough. That's that's you know it's tough. Yeah. It's not like you're you're doing this show and then doing a show in the middle of the afternoon and right. I'm not, going to bed I'm on not, time. Com- <laughs> yeah. I'm not complaining. I'm not whining. I'm I'm happy to be here and doing what I'm doing. I'm just trying to be straight in terms right. of my perspective on it. And of course, I want to do I want to do as good a job as I can possibly do in prime time on on CNN. So. I've been thinking for days about the news cycle. And TC knows this. At the end of last week, I said, hey, it's only Thursday. It's only Friday. I know the Biden announcement is coming. That'll be a big deal. Yeah. But I'm not feeling it. Mm-hmm. I'm not feeling it in terms of the issues. And then over the weekend, I took a long, hard look at the cycle and things that have interested me and things that have worked on radio. I sent a memo to my CNN team, meaning the primetime team. They're awfully nice. They're very competent and, and, and looking to keep me happy. I can tell, which is nice. I'm like, here are 14 things that I think are worthy. <laughs> and so we start working toward, you know, last night's nine o'clock show. And I had, I had a commentary that I was writing. It's very important to me to begin those programs with a commentary to put my thumbprint on the show and say something. And I had a commentary that was tied to President Biden's announcement, which the POTUS audience knows already happened today by video. So I leave Sirius XM and I'm going back to my hotel to continue to work now on the CNN program and and everything hits. You know, initially, happens. it's the word of, of Tucker being fired. And then an hour later, it's Don Lemon. You're wondering, like, things happen in threes. Maybe I won't have to go do the show tonight at 9 o'clock. I don't know. <laughs> or where are you going to be guessing before cra- wondering? But that was a crazy day. It was yeah, a crazy yeah. day, and it totally upended everything. And the minute that I heard of Tucker's firing, I knew it was going to be a huge story with great political ramifications. I knew that I would want to do an opening commentary on it. And my first thought was to try and book Frank Sesno on CNN. And, and he, you know, he's now a professor. He's Washington, D.C. based, very graciously said he would get on a train after a class and come up and, and be the lead guest. And he was great. And why did I want him? Well, A, because he's got journalism chops of his own and academic chops of his own. But Frank Sesno was to have been an expert in the Dominion case against Fox, which means he would have, these would be state rules, I think it means he would have both written a report and having been deposed in anticipation of trial. He would have been the person weighing in and saying to a jury in Delaware, it's my opinion within a reasonable degree of what would have been the word choice, I don't know, journalistic expertise, that in this case, Fox News exhibited knowledge of falsity or reckless disregard for the truth. You know, in in the same way that if there's a medical case, the jury needs some expert testimony. So a physician comes in and offers testimony if there's a medical case to be presented that Dr. X didn't adhere to the standard of care. He was going to play a very big role in that trial, and he's not been heard from. Well, and interestingly, so, I don't think I'm telling tales out of school to say that you knew that prior to the settlement had reached out to him True. and he said I can't I can't go on I'll be glad to when the trial is over but I can't right, right now so that's very interesting This is the Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM
Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. Look, I, I mean, the story is still being written about why Tucker is gone. And it seems like there's more than just his conduct post-election vis-a-vis January 6th. I mean, of the 20 allegations of defamation in the Dominion complaint against Fox News, his program is referenced once. But Tucker Carlson had awareness. You know, Tucker Carlson remained silent. He privately was talking about how off the wall Sidney Powell was, but saying nothing publicly. Uh, as I demonstrated last night, on a particular day, you know, he's he's deriding what she's saying about election fraud. And then that night he's saying, well, well we really don't know the answer. We don't really know the answer. Um, trying to have it both ways. But more more complicated than that, you can go to you, know, you can go to any number of news sources today. And it's it's like almost when a book comes out. Oh, here are the seven things you need to know. There are a number of lists that have been written about Tucker Carlson, about his most extreme statements. You know, here's what his record consists of over the years, Uh, not the least of which is that so-called documentary called Patriot Purge, which advanced the conspiracy theory that the attack on January 6th was a false flag operation. And apparently this didn't sit well with the Murdochs for a long time. And on Friday, Lachlan Murdoch and Susan Scott made a decision that they were going to get rid of him. Amazing that it was kept under wraps uh, until yesterday. Apparently, he didn't see it coming, and he's now out. And and given that I have previously told you, like, he's the man. He is the head of the RNC. You know, he, he is the titular head of the Republican National Committee. He's the most influential Republican, given the command that he has or had in that 8 o'clock hour. It's a big it's a big, big deal. And there are so many unanswered questions. I mean, people wonder, uh, oh, how's the network going to do? I remind you, when Roger Ailes was ousted before his passing, he was ousted before his passing. Bill O'Reilly's ouster at Fox News. Glenn Beck. Glenn Beck, you've heard me say how many times that he came to Philly when he was nationally syndicated, TC and I, we knew him. He was funny. He was two floors above. He would do comedy bits and phony phone calls, you know? He would do co- and, and then, then, he, then became... he would come He would come down and be on your show. Like, you know, wander yes. down and do a, do a and segment. And I, I welcomed back. him. Yeah. Oh, my God. I welcomed him. Riot. And he would have me yeah. on. But then he, got, then he got there and he got all dark and George dark. Soros, yeah. all this bullshit. That and, music. you know, they finally got rid of him. Yeah. And it was like, oh, well, Beck is getting huge ratings. Who's going to fill his... They're fine. I mean, what what Murdoch knows, father and son, is that people really are expendable and interchangeable. And as I mean, I I think arguably right now, the biggest personality on that network, TC laughs at me because I I tend to work out and watch the. Yes, I see your hand, TC. Hands. (laughs) She calls it the six because she thinks I'm like the ex officio (laughs) member of the show. Greg Gutfeld. Gutfeld, I think, arguably right now, is the most important personality on that network. This is so interesting. Who? Gutfeld? Who's that guy? That's so interesting. So, you know, there's always somebody waiting in the wings, and the network will be fine, notwithstanding that the stock price is down. 
You know, oh. the, the parent company stock price. And what, yeah. what's interesting about this is that, that what came out of Dominion, one of the, I don't know if it was a text or an email, but it was Tucker-driven. When, when Tucker and Hannity and Laura Ingram and others, they realized that they'd created this audience that now wanted to be fed bullshit about the election. And to the extent there was any fact-checking going on, it was like there was a revolt where they were going to go to OAN and Newsmax and so forth. There was a particular exchange where Tucker Carlson says, look at the stock price. And I couldn't help but note, and I don't know where it ended. I don't know where it ended yesterday. But I know that on the news of the announcement, like their stock price was down. So I have the headline from the Wall Street Journal, Fox stock slides after network says Tucker Carlson is leaving. Shares of Fox News parent company Fox Corps Class A shares slid about 3% on Monday after the network said Tucker Carlson, one of its most popular primetime hosts, is leaving. Fox's Class A and Class B shares were among the worst performers in the S&P 500 on Monday. The A shares, for its part, rebounded after intraday lows during which they were down more than 5%. So that thank you for that, TC, because you know that today's poll question, I wanted to do a Tucker-related question. I didn't want to make it a referendum on him. There's no fun in that. The poll question today asks at Smirconish.com, was this the right business decision? Like, look, I I think it's good. Uh, Here's something that you'll think is is too, I don't know, broad-based or melodramatic. I think it's good for the country that a person who was responsible, I think, for so much disinformation or not reining in disinformation does not have that perch. I'm not... I'm not jolly stomping on on his professional grave. I don't root for people to be uh, fired, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But you know, because it's my mantra that too much influence rests in the hands of polarized media. That has driven the country into the ditch. I've said this for years. My novel, Talk, Talk to, is prescient in talking about the stranglehold that media personalities have over politicians. Used to be the reverse. It surely isn't. Tucker was the most important political figure for the Republicans. The relationship that he had with Trump speaks to that. And and he abused the privilege. They're looking for a soundbite. He abused the privilege that comes with this microphone. That's how I see it. Don Lemon made some stupid mistakes. They are not one and the same. You can try and convince me otherwise. I'm not going to hide from your calls. That's what I do here day in and day out. But one of them is a huge story, and the other is a garden variety media firing. But was it the right business decision for Fox? It's in the best interest of the country. Who they will replace him with remains to be seen. And I got to say one other thing. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS. Sirius XM Channel 124 and on the SXM app. I can't believe, I cannot believe that Maria Bartiromo is still there and Tucker Carlson is not. Because I've been through this here on POTUS before. The whole wackadoodle, you know, some like shapeshifter sends a note to Sidney Powell and Maria Bartiromo puts her on air to go and, and say all of those, you know, Scalia was murdered at Bohemian Grove and I was shot in the back by the FBI. I, I get crank letters and emails. 
and a lot of prison stuff. It goes with the territory. I don't put those people on the air or people who then believe that. But Maria Bartiromo did. And and I mean, you know, far, I think, more egregious than Tucker. And she's still there. I can't believe that the the purge is over. I think there are more that'll that'll be let go. And we'll see, you know, who they replace them with. In the meantime, over 10,000 people have already, already voted at Smirconish.com. Was firing Tucker Carlson in the best business interest of Fox News? I'm fascinated by this result. 77% are voting one way. Why did you think that would be close? Um, I think it's I think it's a legitimate question. Again, I'm not asking is it in the nation's best interest. I'm not asking is it in the best interest of discourse and dialogue and civility. No, none of that. I'm asking I'm asking you to make a business decision for Tucker. The the guy the guy was their marquee personality and they've cut him loose and their stock price went down at least you know a, a little hiccup here yesterday three percent is pretty significant um, if that's what you said but long term. Long term, I know many of us don't approve of the product that they put on the air. That's not what I'm asking. I'm I'm asking, I want you to be a little more challenged and nuanced. I'm in the minority voting, to be clear. What are you saying? Do you want me to tell you? Sure, tell me. Okay, so 10,299 votes and 77% say yes, firing Tucker Carlson was in the best business interest of Fox News. I said no. You don't think it's in the best interest of Fox News? No, because I you don't. think this was such a winning, uh, such a winning formula. I do. Okay, well, you're playing along at least with my my question. Well, but I think I it's really appreciate. interesting what you say that everyone is uh, expendable and everyone is you know can be replaced. So let's see what happens. Oh it, my God! Listen, listen. Fa- you know, I, Dan I is ra- Dan is raising me, his hand. I, I have a question. <laughs> in this in this in this business, we are all one tweet from extinction. I mean, it's it's kind of nutty, you know, just just how easily someone and, and not in his case, because his was a laundry list. His was not only giving heft to January 6 related conspiracy theories, but the reason it all relates to Dominion is because you have this producer, this former producer named Abby Grossberg, who claims that she was leaned on for testimony in the context of the Dominion case, now has filed her own lawsuit saying what a toxic work environment Tucker Carlson created. So it's not just January 6th. I think I made this clear last night in my opening monologue. There's a lot of stuff still coming out about what his record includes. Dan, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's okay. Uh, So in terms of this being the best business decision, um, and obviously Tucker was selling and making money for himself and for Fox, so one would argue that maybe, no, it's not the best business decision for them. But he was going on there and saying, fire tits and sharks. So, And that's what was selling. So my question is, is Tucker Carlson Stan Powers? And did he believe what he was saying? And he was just saying it because it was a smart business decision to do so because he was getting ratings and dollars i remember tucker carlson i don't want to overstate the relationship because i never had a relationship with him but there was a time when i was guest hosting for joe scarborough who was then the 10 p.m monday through friday host on msnbc with back problems I know this because I often got the call like Joe's back is is out. Can you guest host for him? I did. Um, 
I want to say that Dan Abrams, our own Dan Abrams, was the president of MSNBC in this era. Could that possibly be true? I think that it is. And Tucker Carlson was still then the bow tie wearing libertarian. And he was at MSNBC. And and then he was he was a, a to my I remember doing a particular pilot with him uh, with a, a woman named Allison Stewart, I think. And um, yeah, it stands out in my mind. But he was he was a totally his was more like he was more the intellectual nerd at the time, but he was not what he became in the same way. Glenn Beck was at CNN doing headline news. I guest hosted for him on on CNN. And then he went over to Fox and he became totally different. So I think they're all playing a role. Honest to God. I, I think it's all shtick and it's all professional wrestling. Um, yeah, I, I, I I've I've said this before. I mean, there there are very few personalities that I watch or listen to that I think they are telling me what they really believe. I've always been willing to give Hannity more credit, if that's the right word, for speaking what he believes. Like I, I think I think Hannity, you know, wears his conservatism on his sleeve, and that's where he's coming from. But there's a lot of fraud among the others. That's what I think. And I'm not just making that statement exclusive to uh, to, to Fox News. It's 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 the it, it it's the industry generally. It really is. And I am, you know, I'm, I'm on a mission here to try and prove that you don't have to have all the answers and your answers can be ideologically inconsistent because what is consistent ideology anyway? Like what, what does my abortion stance have to do with how big the Defense Department should be? You know, and yet somehow in this country, um, and 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 what does my if if I'm if I'm pro life, don't like the simplicity of that, then what's it have to do with my my gun position? You know how I feel about the Second Amendment, and yet in this country somehow, like oh, you got to check all those boxes. No, I don't know people who do unless they're media personalities. Now I feel like I'm blathering. I really just wanted to say, how come you're not talking about Don Lemon? <laughs> Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds.